This is the Rush Hour Podcast. It is with Andrew Embley. It is with Katie Lamb, myself, the anchor, Leachy, and our producer, Joel. And I'm a bit disappointed that I didn't hit play and record in the last 15 seconds because Katie Lamb loves to do a bit of singing, as we know. Um, and also, it's no Don't longer just me. producer Joel. It's comedian. Funny guy. <laughs> funny guy. Yeah. What Joel, is the deal? Joel, Joel, funny guy. Tell us something funny. I mean, is it a pea or is it a nut? Am I right? Oh, oh that's right. a right in. Oh. So we actually discussed why they call it Sin City, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we actually discussed that we should do a benchmark just called Am I right? Just say right? everything being like, Am I right? Yeah, look, uh, I appreciate you bring up the fact that I tried stand-up comedy for the first time in my life. Scariest thing I've ever done. Uh, gags probably didn't land as much now that we're off mic and the show's not live. A um, lot of gags around doing IVF and what men have to do in that little room. Oh. Uh, that oh. involves... No wonder they buzz you out early. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> play the music to get doing this guy into a who's actually making everyone cry. So when's your next gig? Obviously they would have invited you back after your, your performance. Or... No, no, it's an elimination competition. So I was in round... One. Round one. Is there any and, round uh, two? Didn't make it to round two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Oh, well, Good we've on all you got to start somewhere, hey? Up. Chin up, Look, slugger. Appreciate the support of the, the Rush Hour family, you know? like um, If we do a little uh, Rush Hour open mic night, you will definitely be invited to come along. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not perform with that IVF gear. <laughs> <laughs> no, that does sound fun. No, I had some other good. I had a good Britney Spears gag, actually. Oh, yeah, tell us oh, that yeah, one. Let's hear that uh, one. Age waits for no man, or in this case, no woman. Britney Spears, get off Instagram, you crazy lady. We're whacking your knives and your spinny dick. All right, I'll let myself out. <laughs> I just reckon stick with the peanut gag. Yeah, oh, peanut gag was good. End on that one. Yeah. Please, you cut all that out. Yeah. Maybe we just got to stay I'm, in our lanes Yeah, a bit more. Hang on. How did you ever stay in your lane? You played football. Speaking of lanes, actually, crap on radio. Embers, Embers does not mention in this entire podcast any statistics about his career and winning a Norm Smith medal. Oh, yeah. not, you won't, won't hear it, hear it you once. Won't hear it once. The best yeah. thing you, you can do... The best Are you talking about lanes or lines? <laughs> the best thing you can do is put this podcast on just as you're about to fall asleep. Listen to Andrew Embley talk about his Norm Smith career. Yeah. And then you wake up tomorrow and I can say to you, talking about you're it. welcome. <laughs> a great sugar story in there as well. <laughs> Let's not I have nothing that. to do with anything. I won't lie. I don't think we've sold the sizzle on this podcast today, but it is a real good one. Oh, it's a ripper. Yeah. So enjoy it. From Roebuck Bay to the Road Highway, got my ice mocker from Dome Cafe, the Super Pizza Floriette in a Luwaru and Esperance too, across Albany and the Gloucester Tree with Katie Lamb and Andrew Wembley. From the greatest city in the world, it's time for 92.9 Triple M's Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb. We're talking about parties that might have just escalated. Yeah, just went from zero to 100. So uh, usually over the Ausday long weekend, there are a few raft-ups that happen around Perth. There have been a lot in previous years. And Again, this weekend there were some. That's it, in uh, the Swan River. So this one particular raft-up I'm talking about happened at Rocky Bay near Mosman Park. Yes. And it ended up with about 20 blokes just going in to the shallow waters and just having a massive brawl. Hammer and tongs on the sandbar. They were just absolutely going one another in, it was like ankle deep water on the sandbank. Yes. I mean, where are the bull sharks when you need them? What do you reckon? <laughs> what, do you, what do you reckon these guys could even be fighting? Oh, normally, when fights occur, it's over uh, people's choice of music. So mm. I reckon uh, the big tall bloke with uh, tattoos, I reckon he would have requested this song. Nicky Webster. Yeah. 
Strawberry Kisses. Hey, tough guy, that's not the song we wanted to hear. And then, wait a minute, somebody has drunk all of the Guava Cruises. <laughs> Meanwhile, yes. somebody's done like a number two in the toilet and you're not meant to flush on a boat, but of course oh, somebody has. And oh, you know yes. what I mean? Someone's got the banana on the boat. <laughs> hey, who wants the banana daiquiri? <laughs> so these guys have just absolutely all gone one another, yeah. no doubt, while uh, Nikki Webster Strawberry Kisses. <laughs> um, and that's how that escalated. Have you ever been at a party? I can't oh, imagine you. Yeah, would. I like parties. He's always this party once, right? And it was one of those demolition parties. Have you been to one of those? So when the house is going to get knocked down, yeah. so you go to the house and you just get a baseball bat and you smash everything. It's fun, oh, yeah. right? So I walked in very excited about the night, hadn't been to one before. And the first thing I saw was a stereo, Amazing. right? So I went and smashed the stereo. Awesome. The problem was that was the only thing that you couldn't smash because that was the music that was oh. going to play through it all night. Oh, so like, I tell you what, people weren't go? happy. So we had to smash his house down with no music. <laughs> I'd better say that I was frowned upon. Oh, yeah. my God. No, that didn't you, go down you well. You did walk in and it was playing this. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason why I smashed it. And then it was like, it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, got oh, rid of Nikki. No, <laughs> Nikki. My sister had a party in Cot with a few girls. They come around, nothing too big, whatever. Um, I said, I'll pop in if I can. But I ended up doing something else that night. Yep. Devastated and missed out because um, the next night I turned on the news and my sister's house party was on the news. Oh, really? Made the news? <laughs> because it escalated, like, to the point that there were so many people there in this apartment complex in the courtyard. There was a DJ there. There was over about 150 people just in this courtyard. It was wild and one that I didn't bloody go to. Yeah, it could have been 151. You <laughs> would have had a few uh, parties, I reckon, no six back in the yes, day. Yes, yeah. Boys. We won the grand final 2006 and the last Saturday in September and fair to say it escalated to the following Saturday pretty quickly too. <laughs> <laughs> One triple three five three. We're talking about parties that escalated. How was your voice the uh, next few days afterwards as well? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. that actually. Yes. I couldn't. It was <laughs> I'm going to try and find that audio because it is magical. Embers, quickly, what did you do over the long weekend? Just quick little pricey. What did I do? Yeah, quickly. <laughs> Hung out with my family. Okay. Uh, Katie, what did you get up to over the long weekend? I drank and ate a lot. Of course you did. You? Um, uh, chilled out, went to a fringe festival. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. One person that sort of well, did more than... Just have a good weekend. I mean, I think we've got a really good little team here, and I feel like we, you know, tell each other a lot of things. We do, yes. You know, it's sort of like we're an open book, Mm. I would say. Um, Apparently, not with Joel, the producer. Hi, Joel. Some call me the official leader of the team, correct? Yeah, nobody nobody Mm. says that. So, um, what what did (laughs) you do? Over the long weekend, a bucket list ticked item. Um, I took the kids to Coogee Beach yesterday, if that's Not what we're that. talking no, about. No, so no, I'm a little shark nets there. Uh, no, kids no. don't care about them. Keep going. No. Oh, Anything yeah. else? Uh, oh, I did do a bit of stand-up comedy at a oh, raw... Stand-up comedy. I'm what sorry, do you mean? But that is something that you would have brought up with uh, your good friends and teammates yeah. throughout the week so that we could have gone and heckled. Okay. <laughs> you made your debut doing a stand-up comedy on the weekend and we did not know about it. Well, we're going to be real now because this wasn't talked about pre-show and you've completely stumped me live on yes. air in front of the listeners of Perth. So I'll have to be real in how I say this. So this is the first time I've ever stood on a stage and done stand-up comedy. Yep. Great. Thought of doing this whilst I was in between jobs last year. So I mm-hmm. uh, might have been forced to leave a job last year. And uh, <laughs> true story was was driving Ubers at the end of last year yep. to make ends meet. Oh, 
you? Were you oh, that yeah. guy? I was that guy. I was the pale uh, ginger bearded guy driving oh, Ubers around yeah. Perth. Remember uh, you man, now. Man, I'm going to one star. Picked up members at Cottesloe Hotel. <laughs> very, very sober. Um, signed up for a raw comedy event thinking, you know, I'm like, this is this is how I'll show them all. Yeah. I'll, I'll become the next one comedy. One door closes, another one opens. <laughs> I'm the next Ricky and Gervais. I, and I heard that door closed after the skit as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so when the gig came up at the end of January, I just went, oh, God. Um, and friends I, were asking me on the long weekend, what are you up to? So I'm going to go do this. Yes. Brisbane Hotel, come, you know. Da, da. Yep. Oh, we'll come watch you. Absolutely not. No friends allowed. My wife oh, wasn't invited uh, because I didn't want anyone in the crowd to like, you know, p- you. No, no pity laughs. I know, but if <laughs> No you, pity yeah. laughs, Katie Lamb. But if All you right. did very, very well, then nobody would know. You oh. know what I mean? But if you did terribly, okay. then at least We're, we're putting know. you on the spot right now. Okay. No one saw it. No one heard it. So <laughs> we need now, how long, Lisa? You got 45 seconds? Oh, have we got, yeah, have we got a tight 45. You know Mate, make us laugh. Make those people, <laughs> right, that were there that appreciate it so much. The, the Rush Hour family want to hear how good you were. Because this is what people love getting asked in stand-up That's comedy. Exactly Tell what... us a joke, funny <laughs> man. All right, funny guy. Tell us a gag. It's a mental free circle right now. Um, okay, now, started, I'll we? give you my opening line. Okay. Uh, hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can you buzz him out, please? Thanks for, letting me, th- thanks for letting me come out tonight. Weird way to put it. Thanks for letting me be here. Spoken like a true man who's been married for 10 years with two kids at home. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Down in front. Um, Very good, Joe. We're proud of you. Was anyone there? Oh, it was about eight people there. <laughs> <laughs> Two being your parents. And just the kids there, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you let us know when your next gig yeah. is. Yeah. Yesterday yeah. afternoon, Katie, I think we witnessed one of the greatest sporting comebacks of all time. The West Indies, on day one, they were five for 60-odd. Yeah. Five for 64 they were. Okay. And they managed to come back and beat Australia. They were paying over $101 to win on live betting. <laughs> oh, my right? God. Imagine. I wonder. I wonder if anybody won any. No one in their wildest dreams would have backed the West Indies yesterday. There's always one. Okay. And then a guy called Shamar Joseph, right, he took seven for. Right? He oh. wasn't even supposed to bowl in the morning. He reckoned he had a busted toe. So he did he have a busted toe. He had a busted toe. Ah. And they said, mate, you know, you're not going to play. And anyway, he wasn't expecting to play. Then they said, oh, mate, you know what? We might need you. <laughs> so uh, he goes, all right. And the doctor gave it a bit of a twist, all right? And just a bit of a, a maneuver. Put a band aid on it. And yep. stuck something in there. And yep. then suddenly, old Joseph, he just came out there and took seven far. Bouncing and down. Australia had been beaten by the West Indies, who. There was every chance West Indies may not ever play Test cricket right. again. Right. So, like, no offense to Australia, but like, is this super embarrassing? Oh, so embarrassing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Oh, you know what? I said this earlier, right? And this might be a really un-Australian thing to say, but I found myself paragging for the West Indies. Hey, we yesterday love afternoon. an underdog. We love an underdog. Love an underdog. I actually story. think that is Australian. I reckon Aussies love an underdog. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Why run underdog stories? Why don't I give you my top four? Oh. Australian four. underdog stories. We're going to go for four. Okay. Right. <laughs> a little Ember segment that yeah, he's just decided okay. to play. So let's start with number four. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh who okay. could remember the 2002 <laughs> Winter Olympics Salt Lake City when our bloke went and did this. But the Chinese skitter on the outside. Oh, and it's a lot of contact. Oh, they've all gone down. Bradbury is going to come through <laughs> and win gold. Stephen Bradbury. 
Ripley from the tail of the field. The Australian has crossed the line first. Oh, well done, Basil, too. Good call, oh, Basil Zemplis. Fantastic. Oh, we'll chat about Stephen him after five. Bradbury. Um, <laughs> Stephen Bradbury. And now I love that he has just become a household name that if you, you know, were never expecting to. That basically the Windies were the Stephen Bradbury That's of right, Test Cricket. I'm pretty sure Stephen Bradbury's in the dictionary right. now for like falling over and yeah. coming last and then There coming. are so many memes about That's him. That's right. Just <laughs> All right, so let's start with uh, that's number four. Number three, oh, the 1983 America's Cup. Now, the America's Cup had never been taken off America, all right? Right. And suddenly we built this uh, this great boat over here in Perth. Bondi was involved, right? There's a, a pretty good Netflix documentary on this at the moment that's floating around. Go and check it out. What's and. It not sure. It's, it's uh, untold. I think it's something about untold. Anyway, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, one of those, one ones, of those yep. ones. Yeah. So go and uh, see that. And <laughs> iconically, though, I mean, you know, the the following day, right? One of the great prime minister speeches of all time yeah. in regards to what happened in the America's Cup. This is what it sounded like. I tell you what, any boss who sacks anyone for not turning up today is a bum. <laughs> Oh, God bless wow. you, Bobby. God bless you, Big Bob. Can I, just, right. can I just quickly just say that my friend Taylor just messaged and said that he backed the Indi- uh, the Windies at $19. Well oh. done. <laughs> well done, well done. Fantastic. That is amazing. <laughs> there you go. So if you put $2 on it. that, you get 38 bucks back. So well done to Taylor. <laughs> hey, um, right. number two. Number two. Oh, now this one. I'm, you know, to be honest with you. Should have been number one, but I'm going to go number two. Round 10, 2006. Oh, God, here we go. At uh, the Alphabet Stadium in Geelong, the West Coast Eagles, oh. right? They, they are getting one of the big spankings, right? They are down and out, and they pick themselves up off the canvas, they? and they just go, bang, thanks, Ambly, and this is what happens. <laughs> Kelly, that's it. Oh, it's been one of the most remarkable games of football you've ever wished to see. The first time the West Coast have won here. Since 1999, and they've come back from facing a nine-goal deficit midway through the third quarter. Um, I didn't hear them once mention your name. Yeah, well, I mentioned it. I didn't have to mention it again. But uh, anyway, we may, yeah, may have the wrong audio, but uh, we should have the audio of Embers kicking those goals from 55. Hey, um, huge game, because that game there gave the West Coast Eagles confidence to go and win the premiership. Right about you know ten weeks later, gotcha. It okay. was huge. West Coast haven't won at that ground since that game. Okay, get to number one. So talking about premierships, <laughs> yes. right? Um, imagine right, you play this team. Okay, two weeks earlier in a uh, we call it the second semi final, right? right? And you smack them, like you give them a good old fashioned belting. Mm. That team plays in the preliminary final. You're too busy to go watch them because mm. you've already got the grand final wrapped up. Oh. Okay, <laughs> and then suddenly that team that you smacked two weeks earlier, right? They arrive to play you on grand final day now. Imagine a player in that team, right? <laughs> the day before the grand final, so confident, right, that they're going to win, that they actually go through McDonald's drive-thru and order this. Oh, what can I get for you? One premiership, please. <laughs> no worries. Drive it through when you're ready. Thank you so much. So, that was Katie Lamb. <laughs> Division four netball grand final Division this year. One. This was this was supposed to be the game that you could not possibly lose. And the, the worst right? thing was was it that was we were City undefeated. Versus Carbrough. They were undefeated. We were undefeated all season. We get and to the you, grand final and get pumped. You got smashed. <laughs> <laughs> and that would have to be the greatest oh. upset in <laughs> Division Four basketball netball history in Perth. Scarborough smashed City. <laughs>
just a couple of days away until the young tykes are back at school. And fair to say, Andrew Wembley is very happy about that. Wednesday, what's that? Uh, Thirty-six <laughs> hours, fourteen minutes, and thirty-three <laughs> seconds. But who's counting? Exactly, counting. Uh, all down those teachers the out there. I hope you enjoyed your break. There'll be a lot of kids who haven't had their haircut done yet, uh, and that is where once again back to school barber comes to the rescue tomorrow, nine thirty to eleven thirty at Raw Bar and Grill in Bibra Lake. Xavier Ellis for, of course, uh, Xavier Michelle for breakfast. He is part of it and he's with us right now here in the Rush Hour. Xavier? X. Oh, good afternoon. My favourite <laughs> afternoon radio duo, right. plus you, Leachy. Yeah. How are we going? <laughs> We're going really well, Zay. I did see uh, on the socials you cutting some, you know, kids' hair and whatnot and it actually looked like you did quite a decent job. Well, we had one little issue which I became a little bit gun-shy was when I had a three-year-old in the seat and I had hacked him, like it wasn't breaking <laughs> up. And I said to the mum, I said, don't worry, I'll get the professional to come over and help. And she goes, what, you're not a professional? <laughs> I said, no, shit, Sherlock, have a look at it. <laughs> <laughs> have you, uh, besides making mums cry, have you made any of the kids cry yet? <laughs> no, nah, nah, mate, I've got the fatherly touch. Getting the yeah. kids in the saddle, no dramas there. It's the fact that they've got to turn up to school looking... Well, different, I suppose. <laughs> so, yeah, is it the public schools that you're targeting at the moment or are you doing private school haircuts as well? Uh, I, find, I, find, I find the rattier they are, the more private school yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of like the cool thing at the moment, like mullets are cool, you know? Like, did you ever yeah. have a mullet actually, Save or Embers? Did I? You didn't. Uh, no, I didn't. I had, I had a haircut back in the day where they missed like a curl behind my ear. <laughs> So I, just, I, so I just let that grow for a year, just this little, this little curly thing going. Like piggy tails. It looked like a tail on a dog that was just sticking out the side of my ear. Chatty Fletcher was giving me a haircut one day and then we were late for training and the batteries ran flat. So I actually didn't, he didn't like actually finish the haircut off. Oh, so okay. I could almost say that I had half a mullet there for a training <laughs> session once. Hey, where are you going to be tomorrow, X? Uh, raw Bar and Grill at Bibra Lakes, 27 minutes from Subiaco, so just a stone's throw away. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, get in there, 9.30 to 11.30. Uh, and I must say, the one at Hillary's you did last Tuesday was absolutely chockers. So um, don't wander on down at 11.30, think we're doing after hours. Get in early uh, and the gates close at 11.30. So we okay. don't want any turning up where uh, they feel like they might get left out because it also puts uh, a little bit of pressure on little Herbert. So... Uh, get in there nice and early. Um, and again, I'm not a professional, okay? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. At anything we do. <laughs> hey, can you also scope out the talent? Because obviously we do Battle of the Burbs every day oh, from yeah. five. Yep. Next round, not too far in away, fact, actually. In a couple of minutes, yeah. And uh, North are leading just by one, though. So try and, you know, scope some talent when you're south of the river tomorrow because we need the smart people calling through. See, the only thing is I don't like talking like cutting. That's that's my little sort of principal thing. I just get in my own little world. I'm Focus. a bit of a wizard. So, yes, all right. Um, conversation limited. But um, I don't know. The north side, having gone to Hillary's, as I said, this last week, I mean, if that mum rings up who let me cut the three-year-old's hair and said, no, I wasn't professional. I mean, that's a wind of the south. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll keep that in mind when we play in just a moment's time. Of course, Dave and Michelle for breakfast back tomorrow from 5.30 and Raw Bar and Grill, Bibra Lake, 9.30 to 11.30 for our back to school barber. Little Herbert's helping us out as well, doing an amazing job and Zave may just butcher your kid's hair. We'll see how it all pans out. Zave, thanks very much. Thanks, see you Dave. tomorrow. Oh, a pleasure again. My two favourites, you and uh, Katie and Leachy in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> 20 more. 
more of that coming up right after this. <laughs> it's time to find Perth's smartest suburb. How good is Perth? North versus South. Battle of the Burbs. And we have a score check. Embers North, 6, South, 5. It's starting to even up, Katie. It is. And, I mean, South came back and scores were level last week. So they can do it again. Uh, we're finding the smarter side of the river. Representing the South today, weight on her shoulders, M from Yanjabup. Hello. Hello. Hi, Em. How are you feeling? Yeah, pretty good. Good. You have a nice Australia day? Yeah, lovely. Good on you. Fantastic. Well, you will be taking on a returnee from the north. (laughs) It's Kira Lee from Dianella, who famously didn't know whether Dianella was north (laughs) or south. Hello, Kira Lee. Hello, that's me. Kira Lee, so lovely (laughs) to have you back. And can I just say, you will be representing (laughs) the north today. Yes. Are you sure it's north? It is. Dianella (laughs) is north of the river, Kira Lee. You're on the north bandwagon, all right? (laughs) All right, Can that be one of the questions? <laughs> well, we'll find out. And we'll probably still get it. Em, um, your buzzer is south. Kira Lee, your buzzer is north. It is the first to two that wins and gets a point on the board for their side of the river. Let's get into question number one. 2024 Australian Open men's singles champion Yannick Singer, uh, Sinner is from which country? M, south. North, M, south. 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 Yes, you're in M. Italy. Oh, Italy. South, they're on yes. the board. Well done. Kira Lee, you there? Uh-oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're north, late. all right, she remember? She almost got it. She almost yeah, got I, it. I, I know that much, but okay, good. apparently not much else. All right, question number two. I reckon you might know this one, Kira Lee. Oh, well, you need it to stay in the game, Kira Lee. Let's go. I Last do. year, Katie Lamb was boasting arrogantly about winning oh. a grand final for her local Perth club oh. in which sport? Oh. South, south for the south win. South for the win. Netball. Oh, 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 Kira Lee, I'm so sorry about arrogant Katie Lamb. Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't even know who geez. Katie Lamb is. <laughs> oh, okay. Is you like speak, a singer we, or something? Yeah, no, Kate, no, you're thinking of Katie Lang. Um, no, no. I'm Katie we, Lamb. We know that. So. Oh, that is the best thing. Kira Lee, you have made good. my day. Congratulations, Em. That was outstanding. But oh, Kira Lee, you have made my day. That is the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. I didn't know, know who Katie Lang is. Is she a singer? <laughs> I could be a singer, actually. Em, you uh, oh, won yourself a $150 voucher to the oh. Craigie Tavern. But Kira Lee, we're going to throw you a Tesla-like towel pack because that was far too good. I, mean. I feel like Kira Lee needs to come on every day until she wins, just until she wins one. Officially a platinum member she of the Rush Hour. definitely a platinum member, <laughs> yeah, well yes. Done, well done. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Six all. Six all. Come wow. on. Bit of an awkward uh, time to be the Lord Mayor of Perth over the long weekend. Uh, Basil <laughs> Zemplis, who was under fire, wasn't he, over the weekend after a snippet of him talking about the women's tennis final got leaked and then it very soon went viral as it sounded like he referred to the women's final as a reserves game. Have a listen. Tennis is on tonight, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the big off, oh, it's a reserves game. Then. So that obviously got leaked. Now, yes. for a while, he didn't even know that that what was, was going on? circulating. Yep. Um, I'll be the first to put my hand up. I thought I heard exactly what many other people thought that he was referring to the women's tennis final as a reserves game in comparison to the men. It was taken out of context, Katie? Well, then he obviously came out and he realised what had been, you know, said and he said this is completely taken out of context. I was actually referring to news going head-to-head with the women's final and the news being the reserves game. 
Jenner, are you normally a Saturday man? Uh, I'm reading these things. Oh, how about that, Joe? In the big chair. Is it head to head with. Um, Unbelievable. What a showdown. It's like a derby. Yeah. <laughs> Tennis is on tonight, isn't it? Ah, uh, yeah, the female final. It's a reserves game then. So some people are still thinking, well, it does still sound like that, even though he believes that that gives it context, that it is the, the news is what's the reserves game. The news was the reserves game, not the women's final. Is that what you think? I'm not so – well, Basil's a very clever guy, okay, and I think – what Basil says, Basil goes. <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, you know, regardless of context or not, it was disappointing because, you know, women's sport has just come such a long way in the right direction. So people got really upset really they quickly. Did, yes. But we live in media and our world at the moment, you know, we're in radio, so we can easily edit things to make it sound like something else. Think of like reality television. There's always a villain and they're always like, oh, I got a really bad edit. Of course. Or, you know, you see those shows, those reality TV shows and people that you actually do know said, mate, how can you said that? said they have absolutely cut everything out mm-hmm. and made me look like a really bad person here. But you say what you say, you know, or you don't do. force those words to come out of your mouth. So I got a bit of audio together um, from you, Andrea Embley. Have a listen. This show is amazing. I'd be nothing without. Caddy Lamb. <laughs> You're the best. Caddy Lamb. Three votes. Lamb dog. Driving you home on the rush. Hour. <laughs> <laughs> That, so that's that, it. that sounds legit. That's exa- that is, sure that's hang on, that is exactly the reason. There is no way that I'd say that you are good. <laughs> All right, Caddy Lamb. Yeah, three votes so to Lamb Dog. That's a great example of what you can actually do by taking words out, putting them back in and just making something to sound good for you. Yeah, or, or right what, what, what about this piece of audio from you? Katie, we all know that I would probably be up there with the greatest Norm Smith medalists of all time. My performance on grand final day, some say that the voting went three Embley, two Embley, one Embley. Another great no, example. No, that was not edited at all. Another great example. <laughs> no, that's I'm just, taking words out. No, that's just out. an example as to what you literally say. <laughs> I get a feeling, Katie Lamb, mm-hmm. that uh, you are going to be very happy with getting on board Channel 10 tonight, 7.30pm, <sighs> and just delving back into the world of Australian Survivor. This is right? honestly what I wait for yes. all the time. I am obsessed I know with you are. Survivor. Well, two hours you get to wait for. It's on. <laughs> yeah, just hold up okay. for a bit. Okay. Australian Survivor, <laughs> Titans v Rebels. It premieres tonight, 7.30pm, 10 and 10 play. The host of the show... I mean, Jonathan LaPaglia, hasn't this man got an amazing job? He's with us right now on the Rush Hour. Jonathan, welcome. Jonathan. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, we're going very well. Last Survivor, it's back. It's ninth season. So exciting. I know you're really keen to be a part of it again. Tell us about this Titans versus Rebels, though. Yeah, so it kind of speaks to the path that the players have taken in their lives. So Titans, uh, the overachievers, the people who at the top of their field, the, mm-hmm. the rule makers, if you will. Whereas the rebels, they've kind of fought their own path in life. Uh, they're the rule breakers. So that's kind of the theme this season. There's always massive characters, you know. We've had uh, George, King of the Jungle. We've had, um, you know, Liz Parnov, of course. What are some big players that we can, uh, we should be looking out for this season? 
Oh, we got a bunch of interesting players. Uh, Ferris is definitely one to look out for. Raymond is, uh, he's quite the character. And in fact, those two form this uh, fun relationship. They're really the, uh, an odd couple, but they, be- and they have this really tight bond, which is really fun. And then we have um, Kelly, who's a psychologist, but she's uh, she's a little wacky, uh, <laughs> Kelly, and uh, and she has quite a contentious relationship with Alex. So they become like the ultimate frenemies. So uh, there's, there's a bunch of fun characters. Do you ever say where you're going to go? No, this year is obviously in Samoa. You go to um, other places because if you ever have one in Las Vegas, right, <laughs> I'd be really keen to come along because I reckon yeah. I would survive in Vegas for about four or five nights <laughs> well, at least. You've had experience. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed that you can last four or five nights there. Wow. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe not four or five, but <laughs> maybe two nights. <laughs> yeah. Now, we spoke about Liz Parnock before. We're a big fan of Liz over here in WA. Of course, she won last year's season. Do you, when, when guests come in, do you look at, like, let's say Liz and you go, you know what, I actually really think you can win this? Like, do you sort of not have your favourites, but did you have any idea that she would go on last year and do what she did? To be honest with you, no. And, and every season as a crew, we always take bets and everyone loses a lot of money yeah, because okay. it's just so unpredictable. I mean, that's, I think that's really the secret of the success of the show is that you cannot predict who's going to win. It really is impossible, you know what I mean? And that's kind of what's cool about it. Like, anyone can win the show. Is, it, is there a season, a kind of like an iconic season that stands out to you in Australian Survivor? I mean, I'll never forget, like, Luke Tokyo who made the fake idol <laughs> and got away with it. Like, that yes. was so funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, like, we've had some great moments and some great players, you know, some really cheeky players. But, you know, the episode that just springs to mind is last year, Heroes versus Villains. It was episode seven when George just took over the entire tribal and just decimated poor Simon. Uh, it, was, it was just... It was a masterclass <laughs> in how to do a tribal. Yeah. George is iconic. George is probably one of the best, I reckon, of all time. Oh, He's 100%. so smart. Very fast. Uh, quick Very one. Quick. What's your yes. accommodation in Samoa like? Because, I mean, obviously the rest of them are camping. Well, I mean, surely you're in luxury, yeah? Oh, complete luxury. I got, you know, I got silk robes and, <laughs> yeah. fl- and fluffy slippers and people peeling grapes for me. Yes. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's lap of luxury. Yeah, I love that. that that's what I expect. <laughs> and I expect nothing less, Jonathan LaFarge. Of course, the host of Australian Survivor Titans v Rebels, which is back on your screens on 10 and 10 play tonight, 7.30pm. Jonathan LaFarlia, thank you so much from, for joining us here on the Rush Hour with Embers and Katie. Thanks, thanks Jonathan. Jonathan. Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. A Perth-based FIFO worker has gone viral after posting a TikTok uh, revealing a very common misconception about mining salaries. One thing they don't talk about the mining industry is that everyone that's there is poor. Like... People on average are making $2,000 to $4,000 a week after tax and they're still poor living week to week. Like, that is insane. To be fair, I do think, well, I've always thought that, you know, if you work FIFO, you're making bulk money. 
Well, I think they make good money. Like 150, 200 grand, but think about it. Like a lot of those um, shifts might be week on, week off. So you're only really working six months of the year. Mm. So to earn 200 grand for six months of the year is actually pretty good money. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, he kind of went on to sort of elaborate a little bit more and um, I think he did go on to say a lot of people, you know, then go and buy the flashy cars and the jet skis and this and that, but then they can't actually afford to kind of keep them. So you know what I mean? So it's kind of like I guess a lot of us would look and be like, wow, they've got so much money, but then he's got sort the of jet saying. Got the got the Sahara. Yeah, but then he's like, you can pull it, barely so, affect, so afford it. So then don't buy the Aston Martin, that would be the suggestion. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> oh, no. But misconceptions in your job, like I feel like, and you'd be the same, you know, Leachy, but working in radio for so long, everyone just automatically assumes that you get tickets to absolutely everything, yeah. all concerts and gigs and anything that comes yep. this way. Or that we're on a big wicket. Or that we were on a oh big right wicket and sure. it's like oh sweetie ten million dollars a year <laughs> for, for ten years that's what some people get paid <laughs> on other some. radio I stations. My first gig two thousand and five, the grand sum of twenty six thousand dollars a year. Thank oh, you very much, guys. Bless you. Yeah. Jeez, I tell you I what, now got a couple extra zeros on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got to start somewhere. Also, I, <laughs> I feel like as well, people think that we choose the music, so it's just like oh, can you play this song? And it's like no, no you need to speak to the music director no. about that. You can't and just like call up on the Perth. text line or. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right there. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> oh, mate, Roscoe. What hey, about you? Sugar. Here's one. Sugar, right? A lot of people out there think sugar makes kids hypo. Oh, God. I thought you were talking, uh, calling me sugar. Hey, and I was baby. like, that's. Sugar. Harassment. Don't call me sugar. Hey, uh, yeah, so uh, kids make. <laughs> Sugar makes kids hypo. So a lot of people think, oh, you know, when kids have sugar, they just go hypo. Researchers say that it actually doesn't. Oh, now, we know sugar is not uh, good for you, but what it is is that parents actually think, okay, great, if I give sugar to my kids, I expect them to behave badly and therefore they look out for the bad behaviour post the sugar and they go, well, it must mean that. But kids just behave badly all the time. Or are so, you just referring to your kids? Maybe. <laughs> but, so there is a – researchers say that's a, that's a misconception. Yeah, Sugar we are doesn't necessarily about, make kids hypo. Yeah, we're talking about misconceptions in the workplace. Um, so <laughs> sort of got nothing to do with anything. Um, but, so, yes, Sasha brought her kids to, um, to the workplace oh, today. All right. She did. Did you see that? As yeah. an ex-AFL footballer, yeah. I imagine there would be lots of people lots thinking of perks, that you, you can just get, like, you know, everyone in a box on AFL, you know, or tickets to the grand final. No? Yes. Well, a lot of people say that, you know, because you won the Norm Smith medal, then no. you therefore you get to go to the grand final. Is that just another Two excuse references. for you to bring up the Norm Smith Two medal? References nobody I... nobody actually says that. Okay, well if that's if that if people don't think that, then guess what? I actually don't get to go to the grand final because of Norm Smith. <laughs> I get to go and do cashies there. <laughs> <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with Embers and Katie. 